Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we are talking about relentless solution focus. So what's going to be explored is the importance of focusing on the controllables, becoming solution-focused people, the inevitable reality of life, and your inner dialogue. So this book called RSF by Ellen Reed and Jason Silk, Relentless Solution Focus, was gifted to me over a year ago, and I had read it over a year ago, but the RSF idea continues to stick with me. And again, it's one of those things that I just keep connecting little dots to it, and so I wanted to tie this in as well with working out too plays a huge role in this because, and I'll get into that in a little bit, I suppose, but there's so many little things that came together and that's why I'm presenting it now and trying to trying to piece this together. So life is full of problems and we all often have a plan, you know, put together. Have We have it all calculate, calculated out what we're going to do, whether it be our day, our agenda, something that we have planned out and then what happens? Life. Life happens. Things come up. New obstacles and problems arise. And this can take us down one of two paths. The first path is the one that always used to ail me and still does at times, but it's something I've worked to get better at, especially using this practical tool, the RSF idea, which we can apply every day, every moment in our lives. And so I would have a plan and then life would happen. You know, something would come up. An obstacle would present itself. I would throw my hands up in frustration, wave the white flag. I'd be all upset and just throw all my plans out the window because one little thing didn't go my way. I'd cut off my nose to spite my face. And this is one way we can handle life, its challenges, and the obstacles we face daily. And we're so tempted to do this because it feels so easy to play the victim card, to feel sorry for ourselves and point the finger, blaming the world and cursing God because things didn't go my way, the way I wanted them to go. So essentially, you can move from the ego and play the the small self, the small insecure self that feels so tiny that it's got to do something to make it feel empowered. And so it plays that victim role you can feel like you've been done wrong. And in the moment, it feels great, right? It feels like you have the high grounds by saying you guys did me wrong or the world did me wrong. You feel a bit empowered, but it's such a lie. And it forever holds us back from growing, learning, letting go of our egos to become who we truly are. This is that same cycle of life, death, and rebirth which is the cycle we are constantly called to go through, to die to the false, to the old self, to be born again anew by letting go of our egos and opening our hearts up. So that's the first option, is to brood on the problem and to bathe in self-pity. And often, that's the road we first go down, which however can lead us down this second road, the second option. But the goal is to be able to just identify right away And go with this second option, which is to focus relentlessly on finding a solution. Because as we know, life happens. So why are we even surprised that things didn't go our way? 
Why are we surprised that something came up? Life happens. Things change all the time. Like, it's just the reality of the way things work. And so by accepting the rules of the game, it can almost free us in a bit of a sense from being so upset when things do come up. And now I pose this question as well. How the hell do we even know what's best for us anyways? You know, who's to say that everything isn't actually happening in our best interest anyways, right? You had this plan, something comes up. Well, how do I know my plan was even the right plan anyways? Like, what the heck do I even know? I'm ignorant as hell. I'm a blind fool. So who's to say that this obstacle, obstacle, air quotes, is not actually something that's meant for me? And so taking this stance, looking at life through this lens can open us up more. So life happened. You know, something came up that messed with my plans and it's out of my control. Perfect. That's okay. It's out of my control. Let's let it go. But what's in my control? How I respond. My attitude and my effort towards the situation. My heart, my heart posture towards the situation. By that, I mean how I'm consciously choosing to look at it. That's what's in my, con my control. I can control what's within. An obstacle comes up and interrupts your plans. It's outside of your control. So you either brood on the problem or you work to find a solution and relentlessly do so. You find a solution and then you keep just working to find solutions to help you get through it. And our nature is to react and to fester over it, to feel sorry for ourselves, right? This is what the flesh does, but this creates pain. It's all ego. It's all the flesh. And this is what we're called to do is to die to the old man, to die to the flesh, to allow the spirit of God to work within us. And so it's the work we must do is to let go of the ego because no one would consciously choose to live in pain. You're doing this unconsciously by festering over that problem. You're unconsciously choosing pain. You're not aware of it. However, through awareness, when you shine the light in, we can now work not to react but to choose our response. One is this habitual, almost like an animal reacts. It doesn't have logic or reason. We have a choice. We have the opportunity to choose our response. Now, when you're not moving from that pure emotion, that pure chemical reaction, your ego, you've let go of yourself, we can move from logic and reason and you see the importance of logic it's the eye on the top of the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill. That's the, the eye of logic of reason because we're all capable of reason. And at the age of 21, the U.S. acknowledges that that's, your, that's the age. That's when you are, obviously you're an adult when you're 18, but the age of 21 is when you're able to reason with alcohol, I suppose. But every man has this chance to reasonably, reasonably look at something. It's the eye on the top of the dollar bill that is almost above, it's above. And it's, um, it's something we're all capable of doing. And we have this choice to choose our response when we are able to work past emotions, to let go of our emotions and the pure ego and our flesh. And over time, we get better and better at better at being able to identify when we are moving from our ego and focusing on the problems. And then it's being able to let go and start to make adjustments. Things didn't go your way? Good. Each and every day we can work on this 
each and every moment becomes a tool and opportunity to apply this because things are always happening in life. There's always something that's coming up. And so it's always something we can continually, continually work to get better at. And by applying it in the little things, we, get, we grow stronger through the little things, which makes us able to handle, gives us the strength to handle the bigger things in life. Let's not be surprised when life happens, when things come up. By opening ourselves up, we are somewhat asking the question without even really asking, what is God trying to teach me through this? When we open ourselves up, when we try to focus on solutions, it's like we open our hearts and we ask, how is this meant for me? We open our hearts to change and transformation. The situation no longer has power over you because you're using it all for good. You're no longer at the mercy of this obstacle, but now it's meant for you. You're trying to grow through this. And I have this quote on a three by five note card in my car that says, accept whatever comes to you woven into the pattern of your destiny for what more could aptly fit your needs. This is from Marcus Aurelius. Just that reminder that it's all meant for me. And by opening my heart to that, I can learn and grow from it all. And it keeps it so interesting because now it's like every single little moment matters. There's it's all illuminated because it's all trying to teach me something. God is using it all for good. It's all meant for us. And Carl Jung also has this idea that has always stuck with me as well, where, where you stumble, dig for treasure. So those things that cause us to stumble or fall down, they give room for the rise. And by digging for treasure and diving into these things, we again open ourselves up to learning and growing through it. Those stumbling blocks become the stepping stones. And we can't change what happened externally, but what we can focus on the controllable, right? We can change what's happening internally. And through awareness, we can relentlessly work to find solutions. And our inner dialogue plays a huge role in this too. Often we listen to that voice that tells us to feel sorry for ourselves, to point the finger, to blame the world and what we can't control. But talking ourselves through things, instead of just listening to that voice, talking ourselves through things, the situation before us, and working to mentally reframe it and put it all into perspective is such a powerful tool that we should not underestimate. It's reminding ourselves, you know, through that inner dialogue, okay, this is all meant for me. In the end, it's all going to be okay then, right? And developing that inner dialogue, that ability to talk yourself through something is huge because Often we feel like David standing before Goliath in the face of our problems. But through the inner dialogue, you can mentally break down that challenge, that obstacle before you, making it bite-sized, which makes it more manageable and easier to handle. And I'll tie this in with working out, and it's something that I've gotten better at through working out. Um, you know, you're on a, maybe I'm on a long run. I'll use this example on the gravel road running and maybe I'm five miles in, I'm headed home, got five miles left, and each mile on the gravel road, there's mile sections, and so I'll just talk myself through it one mile at a time, one mile at a time, you know, break it down mentally, not, I don't have to run five miles at once, just one mile, one step at a time, and by doing this, it's like you just focus on the little thing in front of you, and then you keep chipping away and breaking it down, and it's, that inner dialogue helps me talk myself through the thing 
and it's such a powerful tool. Otherwise, I'm I'm under I'm almost feeling I feel so small in comparison to that five miles, but I can manage one step at a time, one mile at a time, right? It's becoming your own best friend. And walking through this desert is inevitable, but God doesn't want us to get stuck there, right? Winter comes. We have to go through the winter periods of life. We have to go through the desert. We have to go through the wasteland at times. It's just the way life works. But God is leading us to the promised land, to new waters. He's making a way for us. Spring is going to eventually come. But there's things we do, like complaining, focusing on the problems, feeling sorry for ourselves that will keep us stuck in the desert. But through gratitude, open hearts, open minds, and faith that it's all meant for us, we can move on. We can keep moving, not dwelling on the former things, but opening ourselves up to the new things God is doing in our lives. Because just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so too are his, his thoughts and ways higher than ours. God knows what he's doing. What the hell do we know anyway? He's using it all for good. And remember, the animal that doesn't evolve dies. So keep finding a way. Keep finding, keep focusing on solutions. We must become people who do not sit and dwell on the past, but become solution-focused in the present moment. Yes, learn and grow from the past. Dwell in a healthy way that we can, so we can abstract lessons from the past, but then we become, we use that in the present moment and become solution-focused towards the future. It's learning and growing from it all, not causing it to keep us stuck or feel like it's a weight over our shoulders. Just remember, RSF, relentlessly focus on solution. That something comes up, remind yourself, good. Now let's make adjustments. What's in my control? How can I grow and learn through this all? Because God is using it all for good. And it, this always can be applied, you know, because things are always happening. Life happens. Life is always happening. It's inevitable. And this keeps us in touch with reality. It keeps our hearts open, keeps us open to learning and growing through our experience, through life, not just through school or through books, but through each moment we can learn and grow from it all. So thank you guys very much for listening. I hope you have a good one. Relentlessly focus on solutions. See you next time.